Let's explore non-action and four other spiritual poems. This is Lama Jigme Gyatso. Welcome to Meditate Like a Jedi. Today's first poem, non-action. Stupid white people often assume the third chapter of the Tao Te Ching is lampooning the folly of labeling. But was that the author's intent? Since the context contains the keys to its meaning, let's read on and find out. At face value, in evolutionary biology, organisms that are drawn to that which undermines successful reproduction do not reproduce and pass on that trait. While, on the other hand, organisms that are drawn to that which does support reproduction have children and pass on that intuitive attraction. Yes, we live in an environment where some things are beneficial and others are detrimental. We live in an interdependent universe where Things affect things, and where things are affected by things, most often quite inadvertently. In this passage, we are introduced to a theme that is oft repeated. In the 81 pithy chapters of the Tao Te Ching, the Book of the Beneficial Way, to refrain from indulging our controlling tendencies and to content ourselves to live from a place of simplicity, where the falling domino-like nature of our centered spontaneity could create great benefit for all. Oh, how freeing! It could be to act without offering a justification, without striving to persuade others. But great courage is the price we pay for such peace. In the hoarder culture in which we dwell, where we seek for feelings of safety and the compulsive gathering and storing of things, great freedom could be found in letting go. It is a mistake to confuse non-action with inaction. For, in centered spontaneity, we could abide and practice and create and produce and develop and accomplish without interfering or cajoling or explaining or promising or expecting or hoarding or departing from the infinity of the here or the eternity. Of the now. Today's second poem, The Prisoner. The bounty hunter droid took lethal aim at the Mandalorian's ward, a child member of Yoda's race. Armed only with his intuitive familiarity with the Force, the child raised his three-digit hand palm facing his assailant, and closed his eyes to better flow. The child did not see the Mandalorian take aim, but the sound of the hunter droid's destruction 
broke his concentration. Amazed at his enemy's destruction and ignorant of his guardian's intervention, the child gazed upon his hand in wonder. Oh, what a perfect moment to have played snaps. I've got the power. Today's third poem, Taoism's Essence. From the perspective of Taoism, the philosophy of Lao Tzu is symbolized by the statue of a tiny, wizened old man perched upon the rump of an enormous ox, a ruminant so huge as to dwarf a bull. Upon ox's head there is no bridle. Within its mouth there is no bit. Through its nose there is no ring. In the frail old man's hands there are no reins. How then? How does this ancient fellow steer the course of the great beast upon which he is perched? He cannot. He will not. He does not even try. Rather, he is more than content to simply surrender all control and delighted to go along for the ride, curious to savor the infinity of the here, wherever that here may be, and delighted to drink deep of the eternity of, of the now, for that is always the time. This visual allegory of old teacher upon great ox expresses the centered spontaneity that is sometimes translated as simplicity and is the fruit of effective meditation. The individual who has so mastered this path of simplicity, patience, and compassion, that they practice it spontaneously, habitually, easily, and effectively, does not trudge through life with a laundry list of rules like the Mandalorian with his code. The sage of the way dances with the Tao, and from a place of habitually centered spontaneity, allows all choices, all utterances, and all actions to tumble through him or her or them of its own accord, like water through a stream on a hot summer's day. Today's fourth poem, Roommates. She lifted the point of her chin as she explained, It does not matter if I leave my laundry in the washing machine or forget it in the dryer, making more work for others. It does not matter if I lock my bedroom door and leave for vacation without turning off my alarm, ensuring it sounds continually in my absence. For I work far too hard all week to be bothered with such triviality over the weekend. To which her sister responded, if you cannot be bothered to be considerate to your roommates, then you probably should not have roommates. Today's fifth and final poem, same. Women are no better nor worse than men. 
women could be just as wise or just as foolish as men. Women could be just as kind or just as cruel as men. Women could be just as narcissistic as men. I have been sexually assaulted by men. I have been sexually assaulted by women. And those very broken individuals who would do such things and act and speak as if they were operating from the same playbook, like the two FBI agents in the first Die Hard movie. Let us conclude with a simple call to action. This podcast will never have any advertisements, so support us monthly on PayPal and like us on your podcast service to help others find us, just as you found us as well. If meditation has felt impossible, boring, or just out of reach, you are welcome to register at buddhajoy.org for the next series of live online meditation class webinars that meet once a week. <laughs>